This is the big effing deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new news show. We are here live Saturday morning, bright and early for your enjoyment. <sighs> How are you this morning, Michael? Oh, God. What's for, what's for breakfast? Uh, I have some Reese's Puff cereal in there. Ooh. Or some canned corned beef hash. That's a that's two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, I usually mix the two. I always thought corned beef hash in a can looked like dog food, but it's delicious. It's great. It's like, Just like dog food. Exactly. Wait, what? This is a new new show. This is the new new show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. How are you? Oh, I already asked how you're doing today. We already went through that whole thing, that whole shtick. Yeah, so what's for breakfast, Corey? Uh, <laughs> But guys, if you want to join us at our home and have breakfast with us, uh, metaphorically speaking, <coughs> you could find us. Man, you still have that call from yesterday? Yeah, that's dude. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You could find us at our home at soundcloud.com slash Radio. If you want to listen to us on other fine podcast applications, that's cool too. Uh, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and TuneIn Radio. Check us out on there. If you want to catch us on social media, like, share, subscribe, comment. We need your help to boost the popularity of the show. If you love the show, if you hate the show, if you want to say we suck, if you want to say we're great, hey, let us man. know, man. As long as as long as I get as long as I get the WWE universe in my at the foot at the edge of their seat. Yeah, the it, big uh, the big dog, big is, dog. Is still here, man. The as big long, yeah. I'm I'm just the guy, man. Well, we're not big dogs. We're just little pups. And, and I don't know about you, man. We, we us little pups just want to hear. We we just want to garner a reaction from the WWE universe in our pup cast. In our pup, that's oh okay, pup cast. I like that. Yeah. That God, people are gonna be asking for it now. Where's the pup cast? Where's your Where's City Wrestling Radio's review on puppies, man? I give this puppy a 7 out of 10. But guys, if you want to follow us on social media, it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us at CWR415. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at CWR415. But guys, this is the new news show. This is Saturday. If you didn't hear the B show, there is going to be some... How dare you? What? If you didn't hear the B show. Oh, yeah. How dare you? No, rightfully so. But if you didn't, I'll I'll give you a slide. Michael won't let you slide this time. We're doing a little good cop, bad cop thing over here. Um, there is going to be a little bit retooling to the show. Monday Monday Night Raw Review. The Raw Review and SmackDown are going to remain the same on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Or, sorry, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, but the B Show and the new news show are going to be moved to Friday and Saturdays uh, because, you know, school and lives and all that kind of stuff. And we need to actually sleep and not watch wrestling every single day of our lives, even though we love it. What are you talking about, Corey? This is all we do. It really has been since since March. It really has been. But guys, this is the new news show <laughs> where we talk about everything new and everything in the news of professional wrestling for the week. Uh, today is April 25th. Uh, let's start out this week from, uh, there's not a whole lot in the news this week, I felt like. Oh, yeah. Um, we're just kind of skimming the pages. It's more of like a, uh, just like we're, we're reaching. We're reaching out there for news this week. And guys, if you ever hear anything in indie wrestling about some scoops that you know of, let us know at CWR415 on all our social media. Hit us up. DM us. Slide into those DMs. Slide in nice and slow. I can go first. Go first. So um, Our top know. story this week. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is our top story it, this week. The it's top story sick. is always the first story. Okay. So um, last week, uh, Jim, the Nan- Jim the Anvil Nightheart has, was unfortunately passed. R.I.P.? R.I.P. Rest um, in paradise. Yes. And he was one half of the Hart Foundation, uh, partnering up with one Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, he was my partner. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So today on, well, mostly on Thursday, uh, the w- I'm going to read off this WrestleZone.com, actually. Oh, grabbing this I, th- I think I heard about this. On Thursday, the WWE Hall of Famer was given an honorary Blackfoot name at an indigenous ceremony at Calgary in Calgary. The, tr- the traditional naming ceremony was reformed at Mount Royal University by Sasika Elder Mexicaham, Mexicaham or Clarence Wolfleg Sr. <laughs> or just Clarence Wolfleg Sr. I think it's a great name. It might be too bold a name for me. What it's was, a huge honor for me growing up here all my life. Being from Calgary, there's a strong sensitivity to the struggles oh. to the indigenous people. Oh. Hart told Calgary Herald. You want to know his? You know what his new Blackfoot name is? See, I thought the name was Blackfoot. What's so it's name? the translation of this is Courageous Chief, but the actual name is Ayikitapina. 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 You have to say it fast. Ayikitapina. 
Not too uh, fast, though. Yes. My, my father always appreciated what the native people did for him, said Hart. They supported him for years and years. The wrestling shows he ran on reservations were usually an effort to raise money for the reserve. Well, that's nice. Nice. Yeah, uh, congratulations, like Bret Hart, or as we might call you, Ayuka Tapina. Ayuka Tapina. Yes. Ayuka Tapina! Hart! schedule for one fall. Bret the Hitman, Ayuka Tapina! Hart! He just comes out as Ayuka Tapina from now on. Yes. As his new, uh, his new name. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you to tell you. It means worry. courageous. It means courageous. Uh, chief. Chief. Courageous chief. Oh, yeah. Courageous chief. So, um, hey, good on you. Definitely Bret not Hart. like Seth Rollins. He's very reckless. <laughs> My Bret Hart's kind of molding into trip. My Triple H. So I'm, I got to stop that. Yeah. I give that. I give that joke a four out of ten. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, good for him. Good on Bret Hart. He, he you know, needs he needs some positivity. Ex- exactly, being the last survivor <laughs> for the first time in his life ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, he beat cancer. That's positive. He that's, beat cancer. That's super positive. That's awesome. He's like, I kicked your ass, cancer. I gave you the sharpshooter. E. Uh, next up, we have in the news. Um, so, uh, Bullet Club apparently is going to stay. It's together. fine, by the way. Bullet Club is fine. Apparently, so at least the uh, well, at least the elite are fine. Uh, I'm talking about Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks. Um, as noted, you know the contracts of Cody, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks and Hangman Page are set to expire before uh, the Ring of Honor New Japan Super Show coming up at Madison Square Garden. And um, Dave Meltzer has come gone on record to say, um, as a very interesting footnote in the article regarding those contracts, is that the next, the first fifteen months mm-hmm. of well, the entire year of two thousand nineteen, and then the year a- and then the next six months after that, are probably going to become one of the most pivotal moments in wrestling history. Why is that? <laughs> Contracts, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. wherever the direction and like any of these talents are going, and how WWE is going to treat them, and how they're going to treat other indie talents in the future. Yeah, like that MSG show, arguably just as important as WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, but during a uh, conference call this week, Cody said that uh, he's kind of verbally him, the Bucks, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega have all verbally committed to one another and saying that the next Aww. step that they take will be together, and we're going to take it as a family. That's crazy. Um, one That's super crazy. One notable, uh, not super crazy like the wrestler, but crazy. One name notably missing from that is uh, one Marty Skrull, what? though. Oh, oh, I thought you said one Kenneth Omega. Oh no, Kenny Omega. Sorry, I said Kenny Omega. Oh, did you? I'm yeah, sorry. Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, the Bucks, and Cody have all verbally agreed to. Um, God, what if they enter as a unit? I don't think so. I think Kenny Omega is bigger than that. They they've all gone on record. They, you know, I think some of them want to go. It's weird. I think Marty Skrull for sure would be a superstar in WWE. You watch being the elite, right? Every time, because Kenny, because uh, uh, not uh, Marty Skrull and. Kazuchika Okada, they're set for all in. They're oh, fighting each other at all in. I so every time stuff. Kazuchika Okada approaches uh, Marty's girl, he, he, says, he only says, the, only, hands, th- the right? only thing he says is 205. Yes. Uh, there was and like Marty's where... girl gets so pissed. Yeah. Uh, Marty's girl would be great on 205 Live, though. I There's think. a lot of people who could be good at 205 Live to a point where I feel like if they're there, I would actually watch 205 Live. Chad Gable should be in 205 Live. Yeah, Chad Gable. But he's on Marty Raw Skrull. by yeah. doing and doing nothing. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I've also heard that the you know Cody Rhodes is saying. I don't think Cody Rhodes. I think I honestly, been, it's. I think that's just whatever. Like whatever they said, I feel like that's just a negotiation tactic. He said, um, and also in a recent interview, if he would go back to WWE, and he was kind of saying, was this along, a talk as Jericho? I interview? believe so. Yeah, he's yeah. saying along the lines of, I can't go back to WWE because not because of money, my money or a hatred for the company or anything like that, but that he uh, he cannot take direction now. That he can't, uh, that nobody can set a storyline up for him. That's just, an, that's probably just an e- his ego talking. Which you don't, you know what? Which is, which is fair, which is fair game to anybody in the wrestling business. You, you kind of do need an ego. Well, especially what Cody has done for Cody. selling out. I'm sorry, but Cody has probably and, okay, selling out all out. You could say Kenny Omega, you know? Kazuchika Okada. All these guys are great wrestlers, but for the business alone, Cody Omega has done more. Cody Rhodes. Cody you Omega. Said, you said Cody and Omega? Cody or, or in different aspects. No, I said Cody Omega, but you correct. Yeah, me. Cody, comma, Omega. Cody Rhodes has yeah. done more for this business than a lot of people. I mean, granted, for you know, I mean, for behind, so, the, let's scenes, just, behind let's the just scenes say of the actual business. Yeah, but Kenny then, Omega has had great matches and done has done hell of a a thing for the wrestling business in the ring and brought wrestling to this next level. I think you're giving Cody Rhodes too much credit for this, by the way. 
because I do feel like what's a, a very, very important aspect of this whole being the, the elite thing is pretty much being the elite, which is 1,000% the, the, the conception of Matt Jackson, him editing it in like this certain in this certain fashion, making it this sort of way. Like there are people like who want who just straight up just offer like editing gigs for those videos for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, and Matt Jackson said he refuses because he wants to keep it at this certain style. So I think as much as as much as you want to give credit to Cody, I want to give as much credit to the young. Oh, girls. I they are for super, sure. They have changed the the wrestling game too with all of course. with them booking all in with Cody Rhodes. But I also just wanted to say with Cody Rhodes too, what he has done in um, indie wrestling. He is the one that brought me into indie wrestling. I can see him doing his own, giving like making his creating his own promotion. Absolutely. Uh, his he, his dad um, had the. He was a booker. His, okay, he was a booker. His dad was a booker. He wasn't. He was not Jim Crockett himself. But he has himself. the he has the the booking instincts in him, um, or at least you know something. But Cody Rhodes, something more than a wrestler would usually. Have. Cody Rhodes said, "F you to the WWE," and said, "I'm going to go do it on my own," and he did. I mean, like, okay, he did. And he, he, didn't, he never was. He was never really bitter about it. He was just more like he's just take. He's going to take it to hit. He's just going to do a lot more things on his terms and more control for himself. I don't necessarily think he was inherently bitter towards WWE. I mean, he asked for his release, and he didn't like what creative was going, but yeah, he's but always no, going to be he, grateful he, for his I, time. When I he's say never, F you, I mean, like, he was saying, you know what, screw this whole situation. I'm going to go do it on my own. I mean, Dusty, like, Dusty had always said, like, on account, he would always ask Cody, like, you should ask for your release. You should hey, always baby. ask for your release. Hey, baby, you should ask for your release, baby. I was trying to avoid a Dusty Rhodes impersonation. You never avoid the Dusty Rhodes impersonation, baby, on any wrestling podcast. It's one of the most overdone things in wrestling. And no, it's not. No. Dusty Rhodes. May he rest it, in peace. And he and he's and Cody Rhodes, he's very, very, very like protective of his legacy. Giant, a, it's very much a does it's very much a Rhodes or a Dusty Rhodes kind of thing to make something out of whatever you love. Out of nothing, is, yeah. Well not out of nothing. Come on now. But in a sense he kind of He got ROH back, he got New Japan backing, he got he got some really he got some really nice friends. Oh, absolutely! I mean, they welcomed it. they welcomed him in with open arms. Which you know what but he had a plan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's after, very yeah yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. After he left the WWE, he had a plan. He had a whole list of people he wanted of promo- that promotions. That was a really uh, promotion. That was such a big risk to go to. He had a list of people he wanted to wrestle, and he completed the list. Yeah. And then you know people welcome in with open arms because they saw what type of performer he is, what he can do for this business, both behind the scenes and in the and, ring. I'll say like I um so post wrestling I always mention this they're my favorite podcast in the entire world John Pollock he once said he, he said Scuttlebutt. In, no I'm kidding uh, he said something along the lines of Cody Rhodes is could have easily gone into that trap that some WW former WWE performers go through where they are super they they are lying on the backs of their former WWE label you know you like mm-hmm. you see that like you see that in a Ryback, yeah. you see that in you know to a lesser extent. As much as I don't want to talk spiel about him because I saw him live one time, Jack Swagger or Jack Hager, yeah, or your or your Aaron Rex. Like, what is Damian Sandow doing? His former his former Road Scholar partner, and like Cody Rhodes is a guy who, as much as I want to rag on him for you know being an average performer, that he is a guy who has stepped up to the plate and is just willing to swing for the fences. You know, yeah. and a, he has he's he's taking it to them like WWE's the pitcher. They're throwing they're throwing a bunch of fastballs, and he is willing to swing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, but there was some other stuff, especially with this All In show, which is next week, by the way. Next, yeah, next, next week we will definitely have a show about. The, we'll, we'll definitely have. have a, we'll definitely have a post show. Yeah, we'll definitely have a post show. I don't. I'm not sure about a pre show. I don't think How so. about we'll do a pre-show on the B showers? No, we'll figure something out. Oh, we oh no, yeah, no. That's I think feel like the B show is perfect. For there that. we go. Yeah. Um, also, what? Did, yeah, Cody Rhodes. Did the Young Bucks do some say something on that Talk Is Jericho podcast too? Uh, I was uh, about to about how, that up, about how I they forgot. were about going to WWE because you know the Young Bucks. I think everyone's been speculating about whether the Young Bucks are going to go to WWE because didn't they say something on being the elite? Like their parents or their dad said something. Like at the end of an episode, like stay yeah, tuned. but then that's also stay like, tuned for something really, really exciting for us. Yeah, but then that's just them being. But like, I know they're the, they're know, the ultimate like they're they're trolls. Working. They're the ultimate trolls of the. I mean, that's their business. gimmick. They like the that that whole indie no psychology label. There was a period where they just did nothing that. That but gimmick. that. They did that. nothing but that, and to troll people into like, oh, we're gonna do a backflip, and then we're gonna kick out at like all this other stuff. 
But let's see. Uh, they yeah. Uh, so it wasn't the Young Bucks on Takas Jericho. It was more just Cody Rhodes and Matt Jackson. Oh okay okay. So Jackson, you know Matt okay. Jackson, the creator of Being the Elite and all that stuff. I'll pull up. I'll pull up maybe a quote. Um. No, read the entire interview. I, yeah, the no, entire this, I got this from WrestlingInc.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, the end game might be WWE for a lot of wrestlers grinding away on the independent wrestling scene, but once they reach their destination, the, their destination, the confines of Vince McMahon and the company might be too much for someone to take who previously controlled their own destiny. That's a weird sentence. But you know the rules have changed now, Matt, Matt continued. I told Nick the, uh, the other day, I was like, now everybody in WWE eventually wants to be where we're at currently, and we did it without having to go there yeah see did you hear what i apparently jericho mentioned the all-in show to vince oh yeah Uh, uh, i wish they would have called me september's a horrible time to do a show Uh, 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 well they're not gonna sell out and and they're not even gonna sell out the first day Uh, uh, you imagine uh, dude can you imagine like like cody rhodes like because he i could see cody rhodes calling vince or something come on he has as much as you know yeah, as, as much as he did, he is. Distant. Although a lot of those, th- a lot of these things, I've, a lot of stories I've heard about Vince is that when you leave the company, Vince doesn't like acknowledge you until you come back. He no, he's um. Everyone else will like Triple H will acknowledge. No, the the the, the relationship takes on a whole a, a whole another dynamic. You know? Oh, absolutely. Like, now, he well, now he's in competition because Mick Foley. Because no, because when Mick Foley, uh, Mick Foley, he said this on his book that one uh, like any day when Mick Foley left for TNA, right. There was this certain vibe with Vince McMahon where he felt like he wasn't part of the family anymore. Vince, I've heard Vince does that though. Yeah. And that's a huge thing to use for negotiation tactics. It's just like, it's kind of like sign with WWE because but, come on. But Mick it, Foley isn't booking a show, isn't, isn't really booking shows that sell out a 10,000 or 10,000 absolutely. arenas. Absolutely. So that dynamic, that, that further. I would love to see. Alleviates that, di- that, 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 that like. What do you call it? Honestly, Cody Rhodes should work with um, Billy Corgan and with the NWA. Uh, the don't NWA. do business with Billy Corgan. Why do, not? Because he's not a good person. Why is Billy Corgan not a good person? I mean, first of all, he he's he he's a he's a regular on Alex Jones' show. If that's any indication of how much of a good person he is, really? Oh yeah, dude, that dude's a big conspiracy theorist. No, 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 uh, no. I know Alex Jones is, but I didn't know. Billy no, Corgan. I'm talking about uh, Billy Corrigan. Oh, he, he you know, complains about though. SJWs and all that stuff, and so he's not. Well, he's uh, he's of that ilk. Don't do business with Billy Corrigan. I mean, no, they do business with Sinclair, which is also ter- just as terrible. Wrestling, but then wrestling in and of itself is always terrible. Very, corny. you know, you might as Very well fuck corny. it, fuck it, do business with Billy Corgan. And no matter how much, no matter where we spend our money, it's wrestling, never gonna be a good thing. wrestling has very carny roots. You know what you should spend and your money on? Sometimes I let their carny roots. You know show. what you spend your money on? City Wrestling Radio. Yeah, get to our Patreon at Patreon. Oh, okay, I wish we had. We don't Patreon. have a Patreon. I no plans. You for could a send us yet. money just like in an envelope. Uh, just like write San Francisco CWR. They'll find us. Yeah. No, don't diamond do that. studio. Don't do that. Yeah, the post office. At the oh, this goes to the diamond studio. <laughs> oh my god, that's my post office worker. So yeah, the being the elite. Um, I hope they stay together. I hope they stay in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Kind of bring that up. Kind of uh, build it up. Uh, kind of a competition for WWE. You know, it, when WWE has competition, they do better. Everyone does better. I wonder what all in, all in two is looking like. That's what. That's my. San that's, Francisco. It's not, they're not going to do the Cow Palace. Cow Palace. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no. With that, all into like you with the dynamics of probably Kenny Omega will probably won't be a part of that company or whatever company he's in. Like probably not even New Japan or. Well, he's got, he's staying with uh he's staying with Cody and the Bucks and Paige. They say that. Come on now, none, they say and, that. And, and then like, I don't you look, I don't necessarily then, believe and it. And then you go back in time and look at things like Shane Douglas. You know, uh, remember with, with the the, one of the first episodes of the new news show we were talking about. You know, we'll see if they sell. Well, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks—they're doing a ten thousand ten thousand venue. Yeah, we we'll should see. we should definitely listen to that. We'll see. I kind of want to see what we we say about that. I I feel like I say, yeah, this will be good for the wrestling industry. You know, let's hope for the best. You know, yeah. uh, they sold it out. Next up, we have uh, uh, some more news on the lighter side of the news. Um, well. On Lyle, we'll go lighter side of the news. Uh, Matt Hardy confirmed WWE producer in training um, this week for about a month now. Uh, Matt Hardy has been sending out cryptic tweets and Instagram posts, um, kind of hinting at a retirement and rumors uh, surrounded Hardy 
about if he was a producer for WWE. Uh, but in this in a Instagram post this last Thursday, Hardy confirmed and such. He goes um, posted a picture of him and his kids at SummerSlam this last weekend. Hardy in full suit and tie, saying, "I absolutely love behind the scenes at WWE SummerSlam, uh, producing content and babysitting at the same time. What a joy!" So, I mean, I hope to see some great things. You know, you have a new form, a new bunch of producers coming in. You know, like we said, um, uh, Natal. I keep forgetting his name. Tyson Kidd. TJ um, Wilson, uh, Devon Dudley, um, you have now Matt Hardy, all these different producers uh, who for WWE. definitely knows what, who know the business, who know the business primarily how injured you can get. You know, uh, yeah. God knows what like Devon Dudley has been going through. God knows what TJ Wilson's gonna been going. Really, through. it really is like the injured list, like guys who can never like you were injured. Here. I mean, Devon Dudley was never injured, but you do. He's what? He's probably 50. hurting. He's hurting. He's probably hurting. Probably hurting for sure. Uh, next up in the news, uh, see new that poll for, from WWE? What the Becky Lynch one? The Becky Lynch. Which poll? one? Or it's the it's the WWE universe. Do you support Becky Lynch and whatever the well, fuck she did? Well, it was like, did you support Becky Lynch the entire time, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it was nine, like it was ninety seven percent, ninety eight percent. No, right? We hate said, her. No, because it justified her heel turn. Yeah, it was justified in her actions. Because think about it. Like I'll, I mean, I'm since I'm not on the main roster show, I'll tell you how I feel about that. All that other stuff. Like Becky Lynch is completely justified in everything she's doing all the goddamn time. But isn't every heel in WWE completely and justified like, in everything? Yeah, because. Like, think about it. Well, Charlotte, like, I wouldn't for be. Samojo. I just, I think Becky, she is right. She has every right to be angry and every right to do what she is doing. But I don't think she should be mad at Charlotte. She, no, she should be mad at Charlotte. She should be mad at Paige for even making that thing in the first place. It was her idea. Okay, you know what, Charlotte? You beat Carmella. She entered into the match. Like, I think the direction they need to be putting is for Becky Lynch Come to be on. mad at Paige more than Charlotte. Because Charlotte, what is Charlotte going to say? No, at Psycholo- an psychology though. At that point, it's like this is your best friend, and your best friend in, has a submission hold with, with, with your best friend's back to you, and you hit a natural selection does, on them. Okay, look, listen. Pin that, them one, two, three. The fact that that match and you're even supposed to be a face. The match. The fact that that match even happened. Like, of course, Charlotte's going to like. Like, if I'm Charlotte, like Charlotte. Okay, look, if I'm Charlotte, yeah, I would take that opportunity. I, w- I would love to be in a triple threat match, but the person who authorized that match, Paige. Like, if Becky Lynch should be mad at Paige for making that happen in the first place, and I, I that's the direction I wanted to take. I, that's right. That's but what I want Becky Lynch I to. Think, I think she should be mad at Charlotte at, after after everything for what she did in that match. She should be mad at Paige. Paige should, should have never made that a triple threat well, match. Well, then we're completely justifying a Becky Lynch heel turn here. I mean, Becky. It's but then it's so much of a heel turn as in she. But does, she shouldn't be ripping on the. She's fans just no, but yeah, that's the thing. So as, as much as calling out the bullshit that she went through, <laughs> I'd be fucking mad too. She's like, she's like, did you guys even boycott the show? Like you sold you sold out the Barclay Center anyway. So good, like, so it's good that did. She's like, did she's like, and when you talk about the greatest wrestler of all, that was time, a great, that was a great promo. She's though. like, when when you talk about the greatest wrestler of all time, you don't talk about Becky Lynch. And as much as I like, like I'll the, gra- ra- the greatest, right? Come on. And Becky. as much as I'll rag on like the direction or the the as as baffling as I think, we'll see. Turning no, turning Becky Lynch heel is it is the the most invested I am towards a women's a main women's roster storyline in a very long time. Yeah, mostly because I mostly just due to. Mostly just due to fascination of how far WWE will take, how far they'll go with this utterly baffling decision. And the only thing is that I think Meltzer and Alvarez were talking about this, but they're gonna turn Charlotte into Roman Reigns. She, she's getting there. She's super getting there. Yeah, because because Charlotte, he, she's a fucking flair for God's sake. Woo! Like what? You're not no, why? Sorry, that, that was his thing. He does. I know. He woos. No, but what? Like. Charlotte is such a better heel, and Becky Lynch is a natural face. And you're and fucking Road Dog, you want to go against that because for your own better judgment, you think whatever decision you make is better than the better decision is out there. Because I do feel like that's what that's WWE's yeah, mentality. But also, but like, what do you know? We're gonna write this because we're yeah. better than what you're probably gonna think. Yeah, but even looking at Monday Night Raw, where you had Bailey go heel on Sasha, Bailey's a natural, which went nowhere, dude. Bailey's that's, still that's a saying. face. That's what I'm saying. They don't even they don't even turn people heel or face now. They just start booking them as a heel or face. Because all women secretly hate each other, Corey. Clearly, it's again that's, that's a negative that's the agenda well, here's, that the male operated w- United States have put out. WWE it's bullshit. No WWE 
Am I right, want, girls? Uh, yes. <laughs> WWE wants fake good people because WWE is fake good and it's run by bad people. Just okay. Sasha Banks's gimmick is she's the legit boss. A boss is someone. Okay, you can spin that in the face of somebody who's has tremendous confidence in herself. Exactly, exactly. Like I'm boss, I'm bossing up. But then you have Bailey, who's boss, boss, boss. I'm I'm Bailey. I'm a hugger. I love people. I want to hug you. I want to spend time with you. I would never ever wear the uh, I'm a hugger shirt. By the way, it's the worst shirt. I I wanted the. uh, you wanted every shirt, Corey. Yeah, keep going. The chugger, I, uh, the chugger one too. We've seen oh, that at Hood chugger. Slam. I'm a chugger. Oh, that's nice. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, the, you're right. WWE does. They don't know how to book faces and heels anymore. They're because just doing, the, again, they because don't. They can. No, WWE doesn't know how to make good people because they're not good people. I think they're good people there, but it's they're a, fake it, good. Yeah. Uh, next up in the news, Tanahashi uh, got a haircut. Well, for like for the most part, just messed with his hair again. Send me that picture. So we can we can show the fans on our thumbnails. Okay, it's gonna be a picture of Cody Rhodes and Hiroshi Tanahashi's new. Um, yeah, I'll send it to you right now. Yeah. Uh, also, staying on the New Japan topic, Hiromu Takahashi announces he's being stripped of the junior heavyweight title in a in a video posted this week, directed by Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, the video and st- action. The video starts. Uh, I'll give you a little rundown. The video starts out with the junior heavyweight title belt on the table, uh, being interviewed. The title, Mister Belt, his name is was being interviewed about the well-being of Hiromu and saying how Hiromu will be back soon, and he is very excited to come back. That's when the the chairman, CEO of New Japan Harold comes. Harold May? Or no, no, not Harold May. May. Uh, not Harold May. Another, uh, one of the chairmen. Someone came in, a uh, high-up official. They said yeah. chairman. So with that, uh, came yeah. comes in and he says, you know, we're stripping Hiromu of the belt. Um, there are many qualified applicants who... Deserve a shot. So the following applicants are Marty Skrull, <laughs> William Osprey, <sighs> Kushida, and I forgot who else. Suck it to me. Oh, Bushi. 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 Yes. Uh, for some reason, Bushi. I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. I mean, because you, you won't get Sonata, and you <laughs> most definitely won't get Evil. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine Evil? Not Ishii. You're not going to get Ishii in the... Um, so yeah, speaking of Ishii, I mean they they also announced their destroy wrote the destru- the this the destruction card, the destruction tour. Or? Yeah, it's well or the big it? matches are the big matches to care about is Roshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP certificate because they technically didn't beat each other at the G one. It was a draw. You think it's going to be like the Braun Strowman Kevin Owens match from SummerSlam? I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Okada's going to come down and just, or, or no, Tanahashi's going to come down and just squash Okada. Yeah, but um, it's not going to. That's not going to happen. No, I know. But um, also, what's also on the card, which was many people, which was considered many people a favorite, the, their favorite match in the G One, Toriyano versus Kenny Omega. No, it's Tor. No, Toriyano. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Tomohiro Ishii versus one Kenny Omega. And uh, oh, that's a man. fantastic match those two had. And they're going to have a rematch for the IWGP IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Good, good on that. Um, I'm going to I'm going to look up and you know catch for... all of our uh, New Japan coverage here or not here but catch it on the B show at SoundCloud.com/slash/CityWrestlingRadio every week yes. or every time there's a New Japan show. Okay, you know we'll cover it on the B so show. I got <laughs> this is. <laughs> The way they name these names, like in September fifteenth, destruction in Hiroshima. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, hey. This okay. Is new, so this so is when I heard that name, though, I was like, Ugh. Ugh. it kind of made me feel bad because I'm okay. an American and I'm just like, uh, don't right, remind me. So it's me. a bunch of tag matches, but there's also these matches: Kenny Omega versus Tomohiro IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Is this the first show? This is yeah, the first show. Okay. The first show is Tomohiro Ishii. When, Kenny when is Omega. it? Do you know? September fifteenth. Okay, cool. That's soon. It's a couple weeks away. Um, and then it's a bunch of tag matches. I'm not gonna say all those names. No. Destruction no in Beppu. Yeah. September seventeenth. Tetsuya Naito versus Minoru Suzuki. Ooh. And also Hiroki Goto versus Tai Chi for the Never Open Weight Championship. <sighs> you know, it's, you know Tai Chi, right? He's the singing man. I, I hate Tai Chi. Hey, I'd rather have Tai Chi in the G1 than fucking Tamatonga. I'm more of a fan of Tai Bo, if you know what I mean. All right, next show, uh, next one is Destruction in Kobe. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. That sounds delicious. That sounds like something I'd want. To I, I would de- I would, destru- I, I would I would put on a destruction on a on a piece on some of Kobe. Kobe. Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi some or some Kobe. Oh yeah, yes. sorry. Uh, Hiroshi Tan- Tanahashi Okada IWGP shot 
at uh, the Tokyo Dome. Yep. And then Kushida versus Bushi, IWGP Junior Title Tournament semifinal match. And nice. those are those cards. Blows the partial card first. And then the Fighting Spirit Unleashed, uh, the Long Beach Show on September 30th. Juice Robinson versus Cody. Cody's winning that title, dude. IWGP United States Championship. Ah, Cody's Juice Robinson, though. Cody's winning that title, dude. They made that title for Cody, and here's why. They made that title for Omega, no, dude. they made that title for Cody, and this is why I think. Friggin' Mark. This is why Keep I going. think they do. They did. Because it was debuted during the Long Beach weekend when he had a main event against Kenny Omega, right? Kenny, or not against Kenny, but against Kazuchika Okada. No, stop it. And then he, Kenny Omega wins it that weekend. Goes on to San Francisco. He has a match for the IWGB title. Shut up. That title was made for him. He's going to have that damn title. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, next match is um, Young Bucks versus the Gorillas of Destiny. IWGP for the tag titles? teams. Yeah. Ooh. For the it's the Gorillas of Destiny. So it's the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Wait, they. I thought they just won the six. I thought Sonata. I thought Sonata and Evil were. Oh wait, no. Young Bucks are the champions. <laughs> yeah, Young I'm Bucks done. are yeah, the yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Osprey and then Will Osprey versus Marty Skrull. IWGP Junior Title Tournament Semifinal Match. That looks like a good show in Long Island. Oh, Osprey versus uh, Marty Skrull is gonna be one hell of a rest match. in peace. Will Osprey's neck. <sighs> Jesus, they need to stop that man. I'm sorry. All <laughs> Will Osprey needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. Let's see uh, what else we got in the news this week. Oh, next in the news, uh, Viceland. Actually, you know Vice, Viceland, the uh, the TV network. Uh, they announced they're going to be doing a documentary on wrestling, a series on pro wrestling called The Dark Side of the Ring, which will be debuting in early 2019 as opposed to the original plans for uh, late 2018. Uh, it'll be a series about it'll be about 10 documentaries on a number of different wrestling stories, including the Montreal Screwjob, Chris Benoit, Gino Hernandez, Buster Brody, and many other topics of the type. As part of the StarCast uh, convention in Chicago, uh, they will have a world premiere of the Brody episode. There will also be a Q&A with the producer Evan Hunsley, uh, director Jesse I- or Jason Eisner, and Dutch Mantel. Oh, wow. Dutch I mean, Mantel. He's been around. Uh, but I didn't know he's been working with Viceland, mm-hmm. uh, who was in the building. Oh, no, he was in the building when Brody was killed. That's what it was. Um, documentary has Tony Atlas, who witnessed everything, giving a blow-by-blow of what happened. That's going to be a good show, man. I like Vice a lot. Good show, good show. But the fact that I think it takes two things that I really like, and that's... Vice. Vice. And, and wrestling. And wrestling, exactly. Is that is Damien Abraham going to be involved in any of that stuff? He has a show on Viceland. Okay. Uh, where he... It, does, it doesn't say who's set to host these okay. things or anything. All right, never mind. I could see it being um, narrated by like a wrestler or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll Fight Club Pro, the, that wrestling promotion, somewhere in England, maybe I don't know. Then they just tweeted out: "In one week, we are back at the Wrestle House for the eighth rule of Fight Club. Confirmed for this big occasion, it will be Big Strong Boy versus Big Strong Boy, Tyler Bate versus Daisuke Sakimoto." Is is this the progress show you said? Is this a progress show? Fight Club Pro. Okay, I don't know what that is. But uh, but I do know who Tyler Bate is, and I definitely know who Daisuke Sakamoto is. I don't know who that is. Daisuke Sakamoto, he is the Triple Crown Tag Team. He's part of the Triple Crown Tag Team Championship in All Japan. He's a really big, huge man, and so but he's also really cool looking. Okay. Like he's big, huge, but you know, manageable, big, huge. Nice. And seeing and knowing of that man's caliber and him facing Tyler Bate. Oh my God! I should watch this. When yeah. is it? It will. They haven't announced. Is it, where is it? August thirty first. Starworks Warehouse, Wolverhampton. This looks like somewhere in England. Good, okay. Yeah. So I know Tyler Bate has a, a progress show coming up in Hamburg, Germany. Yeah. I, that's why I was confused with that. No, cool. Right on, dude. That's um. Yeah. I haven't seen this guy. I want to see. I want to see what this guy looks like. I want to see this match. I saw. T- is it going to be on uh, Fight the Fight app? I don't know. That's a pretty good app. The only thing I, well, the only my qualm, that's a word, qualm, right? Yes. Uh, I have with that is because you have to get the app and then you have to pay for like each pay per view. It's not like a monthly subscription, which would be awesome if it yeah. was like a monthly subscription because everyone would buy it at that point. But hey, who am I to judge, right? It's probably too much for that. Uh, let's see. Next up in the news, uh, Glow. You know the Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Okay. Um, yeah. The TV show on Netflix has been renewed for a third season. You know, it was a TV show that... The way that it, that second season ended, of course, it was going to end like... I didn't see the ending end. of the season. You saw it? You watched it? You like it? Yes. Pretty good? Yeah, it's um, 
It's a really good show. I I stopped when uh, spoiler 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 spoiler. Okay, I stopped when uh, when Debbie broke uh, the ankle of oh. the main character when she was all coked out. Oh man, when she was you all should, EC3'd out. Yeah, you should you should and definitely keep in, watching. The and way she they... goes into business for herself. Yeah, um, yeah, good show, good show, good show. Fire Pro Wrestling World is out next week. Oh, can't wait to get that. Um, I have it. I got Amazon delivering it day of. So me too. It's going to be on my doorsteps Tuesday. Uh, what do I got going on Tuesday? Ooh, I have class at, from one to three. Okay. Oh, I have to record. Sorry, no raw show next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we'll have a raw show next week. Don't worry. Um, also in the news, um, let's see. I was I was kind of holding back on talking about this because it's uh, something that happened kind of locally. Uh, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You know what? I don't want to hold anything back. I don't. I feel like my credibility would be on the line at that point. People were saying I'm 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 picking choosing what I report. I should report everything I hear, right? Everything that's credible news, right? I should. Or no, you're giving me a look and saying no, I shouldn't. Do what you want to do, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna let it go. I'm okay. gonna let it go. <laughs> Penta and Phoenix. I mean, let it go as in like I'm gonna let the story out. Uh, Penta, Pentagon, Sierra Miedo, and his brother Phoenix. You talking shit about me in the my in your podcast? Stones? I'm not talking shit. Uh, no showed an all pro wrestling show in the in San Francisco Bay Area. It was actually Daily City, California. Last last Friday, yeah, the show Sucker Free had a scheduled main event. Uh, Reno Scum, if anyone's familiar with them, they used to, used to perform on Impact and TNA um, versus the Lucha Brothers of Penta, Sierra Miedo. And Phoenix, but the day of the show, um, All Pro Wrestling was informed by Penta that he would not be able to make the show, and then also right after that was told by Phoenix he would not be able to make the show because he missed his flight at that point. Um, there's a lot of speculation uh, whether these two um, no-showed the event because they didn't want to, um, but Penta said he had a back problem from the night before, um, said he got injured. Um, it's just a lot of back and forth between you know fans saying oh because Penta apparently has no showed events before yes, as, as as any upstanding wrestler with a good amount of clout would usually do sometimes eh. it's not it's okay it's not a foreign concept right 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 um, but you know back and forth um, like Ray Mysterio almost no showed that APW show that oh, we yeah were at. yeah yeah. Um, but he did put a uh, Penta did put out a video saying he was sorry for the for what happened and that he will be doing a meet and greet for everybody soon enough for free. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, no, no, I'll be there and make some money off you guys. Don't worry. Um, but uh, apparently, some real big talk about WWE pursuing Pen uh, Phoenix and Penta El Saramiedo. Apparently, though. Okay, go on. And I'll, I'll, that's I all I got to say about that. Okay, I because I heard an interview. Well, talks of an interview with Penta, and they said. He said nobody from WWE has contacted him. Well, his, that's what Meltzer said. But then, hey, honestly, like you want to, you want to know Carney. Like CMLL is the carniest of them all. Like I don't have any like examples, but they're known to be very, 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 very cagey of yeah. of you know of their talks. You know. Um, but a quick rundown of wish that. I could back it up, but that's yeah. what I hear. A quick rundown of the All Pro Wrestling Sucker Free card saw. Um, you know, the, even though the Reno Scum didn't have a match against Penta and Phoenix, they did have a match against the returning Hood Slam, uh, former Hood Slam Tag Team Champions, Intergalactic Tag Team Champions, the Stoner Brothers, making their re-debut. And it actually ended in quite a finish, having a huge brawl outside the entire all-pro wrestling locker room, having to separate them. I was actually caught in the middle of it. Um, you know, when people leave their seats because there's a fight. I got stuck in my seat when everybody next to me left. Oh, Jesus. And the fight was on both sides, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to sit here and look and just be good, and hopefully Stiker will help me. But uh, Stiker Gungaseki went over Carl Fredericks in a Loser Leaves Town match. <clears throat> Excuse me. In a Loser Leaves Town match. Uh, who, rumor who, was, who was the loser? Carl Fredericks. Oh, no. Stiker, our friend of the show, Stiker Gungaseki. Uh, beat Carl Fredericks. Rumor has it, Stiker Gungus, or not Stiker, but Carl Fredericks is going down to the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo in Long. Is it Long Beach it's in, or is Rancho Cordova? It's in Los Angeles. It's in, in Los Angeles. So SoCal. Uh, but rumor has it he's going to be going to Dragon Gate, and he will not be able to wrestle any more independent independent promotions. So, congratulations, friend of the show, Carl Fredericks. 
because you know he he's done a bumper for us. He's talked to us here and there at all pro wrestling events. Oh, um, um, do you have some breaking news? No, it's just while still on the subject of lucha libres, uh, we do unfortunately do have a passing of one. Oh yeah, of a le- of a lucha libre legend by many by me- by any and all accounts who have knowledge of lucha libre le- wrestling, which unfortunately. Uh, How do you pronounce for his myself, name? Uh, Viano the Third. Viano the Third. Yeah, yes. I think his sons went on. Or yes. His sons went on to wrestle with the tag team Viano yeah. Fourth and Fifth. Yes. Uh, this is. I'm pulling this off LuchaWorld.com. Uh, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. There- Arturo Diaz Mendoza, known in the world of lucha libre as Viano Three, passed away on Tuesday, August 21st, from a brain hemorrhage while in a hospital at the age of 66. Jose Luis Mendieta Rambo, who was a wrestling rival and good friend of Viano the Third, mentioned in an interview late Tuesday that he had just gone to see him at the hospital at about 10 a.m. and left at 3 10:30 a.m. Only only to be told later that Viano the Third had died at 11 a.m. Viano the Third was considered one of the biggest stars in lucha libre, with his peak years being the 1980s and early 1990s as one of the top stars of El Toreo, the home base of the independence to the group that was known as the UWA, Universal Wrestling Association, mm-hmm. LLI, Lucha Libre Internacional, uh, International, uh, and Promociones Mora. Arturo's career would start in 1970 and would continue up until 2015. He was mostly known for this. M- there was also this match Back in 2000, he wrestled. I forgot what who he wrestled, which is kind of a which you which is really important to know what match it is. But it was considered very legendary within the CMLL. You know, he was a very he was a big fucking deal. You know, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I'm uh, personally I've never really watched any CML myself. Um, and that's just another pool to get into no, in know, wrestling. Like it's hard enough that I got. It took me like five years to familiarize myself with New Japan. I've heard the name before, though Viano. Yeah, but so, never like the third or fourth. It's like, so, how many there were. And you know, you got to keep up with WWE, and you got to keep up with the independents too. Like I don't want to pretend. There's only that. so many hours in the day. As uh, yeah, as much as I, as much as you, the listener, would want us to. I'm also there, not there are other podcasts here. out there. I'm not going to sit here and I'm sure claim that, that oh no I remember Viano when I was like exactly you know exactly. back in the day I grew up watching I'm like no I'm not going to say that exactly I, I, I was yeah. raised on Attitude Era and that's pretty much it you know Attitude yeah. Era and WCW um, so but, but you know rest in peace uh, Viano Viano the third um, Viano three you know condolences to him or to his family his friends and Literally, all his fans he was a legend to the three F's the fans friends and family yeah. Uh, but you know, let's uh, let's uh, let's move on to the news. Anything else we got in the news this week? Any, any hard hard hitting confirmed news? Uh, let's see. We got um, Pento. We got the Bullet Club. We got Viceland. We got Matt Hardy, Takahashi. Security sweep. Uh, do a security sweep while I go through. Yeah, the rumor roundup, y'all. Thank you, thank you, rumor roundup. Willie, you are dismissed for the weekend. Uh, have a good weekend. Thank you, y'all. Want to eat me a Kobe ribeye? Do that and watch New Japan. Get a Ribera jacket. Have you ever seen pictures of Ribera? It's a very small place. It's a very small place that's just very wrestling themed. But I yes, go. it's very wrestling themed. I really is it in Tokyo, or we don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, first <coughs> up, we only have a couple things in the rumor roundup news, um, but uh, AJ Lee apparently has been rumored to be contacted for the upcoming Evolution show. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, apparently, according to rumors, uh, AJ Lee has been contacted by WWE in regards to the in-ring return. Vince McMahon personally sent the message that she would be welcomed back uh, with open arms to the WWE Universe for the Evolution show or a later date of her choosing. WWE made it clear the door is open. I mean, at the same time, I will not. I will say this. The WWE has said the door is open for everybody. Vince McMahon is very good at water under the bridge if it could make him money true right yeah the uh, the warrior of course hogan um they've all come back at a certain point (laughs) those are two very 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 good examples they're examples of of them having disputes with vince Uh, and vince letting him back in i would say aj lee has never really had a dispute bruno san martino would be the most okay yeah yeah, no you're there you go there you go i like that better because i'm i'm just a, a knucklehead and chose those two names because I'm an 80s. St- Anyways, let's they move on. They both suck. Uh, but you don't think AJ Lee was contacted? I mean, I don't believe anything will come of it. I, I think, think so. I, I, I think, think she. I think still, she was contacted. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, I definitely do believe that they've definitely like wanted to talk. Yeah. WWE would want. Ah, I wouldn't even go as far as to say WWE would ever want to talk to 
Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Oh, I think they would. I think um, they would welcome back with open arms if he was Ro- willing. You see what Road Dog tweeted? Uh, and then what Brian Alvarez replied? About Becky? Yeah. Oh, Becky dude. had to do the exact same thing as Charlotte did. Beat Carmella. They both climbed the exact same mountain. Brian Alvarez then replied, I want to watch your own show. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Alvarez has been going on all week about this Becky heel turn. He's fucking pissed. He is. And, uh, and me, hey, with good reason. Yeah. And God he, bless him. There are some people who like it. I will give him that. Gabriel of the Pacific Northwest chapter. I don't oh, what know. What does he know? We forgot about that. Hey, you know what? Don't bury <laughs> the Pacific Northwest chapter, all right? They're yeah, a they're, fine crew up there. They're too busy being buried by fire. No, nah, I don't want to say that. No. That's some, that's some serious shit they're going on They're too busy there. being buried in Are they good wrestling with Defy Pro Wrestling. Have you talked to Gabriel recently? Because it seems like some serious shit going down in the Pacific Northwest in terms of like fires and shit. Oh, yeah. Is, is he away from that? I think, I I think so. Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked too much about the fires, but you know he's not anywhere near it. Okay. So he's fine. Hey, guy, I'll call you back. There's... I'm, I'm on yeah, fire. Yeah, there, there's no like, hey, I'm evacuating. So I think he's yeah, fine. Okay. It, it, it's business as usual. Hey, I'm on my way to work. That hey. bunker uh, is not immune to fires. If a, a bunker fire sounds like a fucking disaster. Even no. though there's, there's, no, there would be air. Anyways, never mind. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, Gabriel, he's a big fan of the heel turn. He said he felt, um, you know, Becky's Lynch, de- Becky Lynch's delivery was very well delivered. So what she's uh, doing is good, but then the direction of the storyline, you you can still have good actors, but still have a pretty right. shitty movie. We talked about this earlier in the week, me and Jose, and I think we even talked about this earlier in the show today. Of course. Um, so let's. It's very cont- It's a very contentious, you know. Story let's line. move on. We we wish the best for Becky Lynch. And her, we wish and, the best for and the Pacific, her heel turn, right? and we wish the best for the Pacific Northwest. Yes, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get. Well, hopefully, we we'll get some more calls from them sometime soon. Uh, another, another rumor that we need to and chill out, up. Brian Alvarez. Yeah, yeah, dude, calm down. It's funny. I think he he on his show he goes. He was like, oh, what, what? Do you think people are scared of me? I, I think I'm very easy to talk to. And I'm like, dude, you're screaming every second you're on the air. Like, yeah, he, but then he's a but he. It's not tw- it's not maliciously towards any individual. Oh uh, well, you know he's he's one of those radio guys. Hurry up, let's go. What's your question? Let's go. Hi. Okay. Great, dude. This guy's been doing it for like twenty years. He has dealt with. Uh, he probably has dealt with so much bullshit regarding I that. I know, but eventually, when, well, wait till we get. Wait till we get call-ins. I know. I know. Right. All right. Oh, I can't wait for that day. I just start cutting people off. Uh, another rumor we needed to ra- round up this week is apparently Samoa Joe was scheduled to win at SummerSlam. Did you? Well, apparently he did win at SummerSlam. Technically, he did. Technically, win. he did. But he was scheduled to leave with the WWE Championship belt. Um, even they though, wanted, to, they they wanted to extend this. Yeah, apparently, even though AJ um, retained his title at at SummerSlam, according to Ring Report, uh, that <coughs> wasn't uh, this wasn't the original plan. Uh, the match was switched last minute because they wanted to keep AJ as the face because he's the face of 2K19. Wendy, Wendy. Uh, there are also a number Could of you factors. Pick that, that up. I was afar from the microphone. Yeah, no, I got you. Okay. Um, <laughs> There are also a number of factors. Joe said, "Did you guys pick that up uh, when I was yelling?" Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, but it could result in a title change at Hell in the Cell. So. You see the the promo, the the Wendy's, uh, like the like uh, the Wendy's Twitter <laughs> for the restaurant. What, they tweeted what? at Samoa Joe the 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 Scott Steiner math promo. I was like, you was like you thirty three. Well, at first it was like it was like we don't have anything to do with this, but if you take our thirty three and a chance percent, yeah, times, or, like the Baconator, his, and then yeah, yeah it's, it's the twenty five percent chance that Samoa Joe had to win. And it was like a hundred percent chance of a delicious meal at Wendy's. Yeah, guys, if you don't know what the Steiner Math promo is, whoever look, look is running the social media for Wendy's is a fucking mark. Smart. No, yes, you're right. Smart. They are. Come on. Like they, I want them. I want them as one of our co-hosts. They want them to work on City Wrestling Radio because they are that much of a smart. Give us free Baconators. Oh yes, I love a bacon. Dude, the only Wendy's. I love the, Wendy's. The only Wendy's I know near this is at the airport. Yeah, yeah. I went there recently too. I was there recently too when, because when I, I had to Gabriel help my mom out yeah. for whatever stuff. Yeah, airport related business. Yeah, airport related business. Wait, we're not far from the airport. You want to just go to the airport? We don't even Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go to the Screw airport. Screw this. Uh, <laughs> wrestling in it now. Okay. Yeah, people who just go to the airport only because it's the only Wendy's in San Francisco. I mean, it's it's a little far off from the airport. It's about a couple miles from you the airport. You can just take the BART or... Not to... Ba- not to... Uh, not to, to SFO? B- oh, to SFO, but not... Wendy's isn't in SFO. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. It 1,000% is in the international. Oh, really? Yeah, in the international wing. I, oh, did they take over Burger Joint? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. The Wendy- Wendy's is at the Burger Joint. See, I'm is talking about the Wendy's like two miles down the road, like at the gas station. Oh, no. There's like you a could gas station. You could just go to SFO. It's my first uh, drive-thru I ever went through. 
Yeah. With the car. Literally just go to SFO. You are like, tw- you are less than like. <laughs> I just go pick up dinner. I'm like, I'm going to dinner, go to SFO, I'm back. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm here for dinner. Oh, that's great. Uh, but that's. Just a- take the BART. Like, you're right there at the station. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hungry now. I'm, I'm hungry too. I only ate like once today. It's fucked up. Let's end the show. I ate a peanut butter and jelly. All, yeah, all I had was peanut butter and jelly. It's fucked up. Let's uh, let's get out of here, guys. But before we get out of here, let's give out. No, our... I'm so hungry. No, sit there and wait. You will wait. Uh, I want to do shows first, because you guys have been waiting anxiously to see if you can go to any wrestling shows this week. It's Saturday. You thought you'd have a show to go to last night, but no, you didn't. But tonight, Saturday, August 25th, we have Best of the West presents the Sea of Attraction. Uh, this is at 846 Front Street in Santa Cruz, California. This is 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at tonight, August 25th. And tomorrow, August 26th, August 26th, you have SenCal Pro Wrestling presenting the Dog Days of Summer. This is at 990 Industrial Way, San Luis Obispo, California. And this is going on midday from 12 to 3 p.m. So, guys, get there early. Get your seats. Also, give out some birthday wishes. A little bit lighter birthday load here because we already gave Friday birthday shoutouts on yesterday's show. But today, Saturday, August 25th, we celebrate the birthday of one Ivan Koloff, who would be uh, 76 today. Um, he was Ivan Koloff was the man who beat Bruno San Martino. Um, and the night was the night the garden stood still, right, they call it? Um, also, we would remember him. He would be six, 76. He passed away some years ago due to liver cancer. Um, also, we would like to remember who would be 47 years old today, but also passed away uh, some years ago, would be Michael John Lockwood, also known to the WWE Universe as Crash Holly. Um, Sunday, August 26, we want to wish one Peter Williams the third a 36th birthday. Petey Williams, happy 36th birthday. And Monday, August 27th, we have three birthdays to give out. One Dalip Singh Rana, or Rana, the great Kali. That's his real name, yeah. He turns uh, 46 years old. Sergeant Slaughter, uh, whose real name is Robert Ramis, which is a damn good name, turns 70 years old on Monday. And turning 45 years old, we have one Jazz. Remember Jazz? No, that's not even Jazz. That's that's just a sax. But you fun. remember Jazz, right? The, the yeah, wrestler. the wrestler. Yeah, she was yeah, great. She was, she I would was, love to one see. might say she was the best of the entire women's roster. She really was this glue that like stuck, stuck stuck together those matches. Yeah, for sure. Better than Trish. Better than Lita. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll get, get man. We'll get. We'll have an even bigger conversation about women's wrestling in the upcoming months and weeks for Evolution. Yeah, yeah. and All the right. Mae Classic. I want to. I want to bake Nate. So let's get out of here. All right, let's go to SM. All right, for City Wrestling Radio guys, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara, and we will see you next week for the Raw Review. Wendy. All right, see you later, guys. Bye. Hi, Wendy.